0: This podcast is brought to you by Starcharge, the largest EV charging manufacturer in the world, and is also a provider of residential and commercial battery storage and microgrid solutions. And KimPower, the reliable, quick, and scalable EV charging solutions for everyone and everywhere. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast how are you doing i'm doing pretty well i'd say we have some exciting things coming up for the team over here at out of spec so i'm getting kind of amped up about that and i can't exactly speak to what is next but you're going to want to stay tuned on the out of spec channels that i'm sure you're already subscribed to of course but i'll update you as soon as i can with the details sorry for the bit of a tease there but i'm excited and i'd be super sure to race to tell you if i could Alas, into today's topic, profiting from electric vehicles. Man, oh man, have the headlines been really anything but that lately? EV losses here, EV losses there, but here we have an example of one large automaker making a profit on electric vehicles, Stellantis. Let's plug in. Stellantis has profited on electric vehicles. On February 15th of 2024, Stellantis CEO announced that their EVs were turning a profit. Stellantis' strategy is very different, he said, from the other competitors from Detroit. We're keeping full speed on electrification. So that's kind of different from other automakers, I'd say. And in 2023, according to CNN Business Outlet, EVs lost $4.7 billion, which is averaging out to about $40,000 of a loss per vehicle sold. This news goes in a different direction with Stellantis, obviously. It's probably... A great thing to hear for those interested in EVs, who support EVs, who believe in the success of EVs and have seen it with other automakers like Tesla. But we've seen a lot of recent news about EV sales being slower than expected lately, the brutal competition and the tough margins and several automakers actually backing down from their EV commitments. And we have to ask, you know, is the market brutal or are they just not making the right offerings to the market? Likely a mix, don't you think? Mercedes has said the EV market is brutal. That's a quote. Ford has had very significant losses and has pulled back from investments. Stellantis' CEO, on the other hand, expects 2024 to be even better than 2023. Still, EVs are not as profitable as internal combustion engine vehicles. This makes sense, but they still expect profits to shrink in the short term as they transition towards a fully EV lineup. As written on their website, Stellantis has goals for going fully electric. We are setting the course for 100% sales in Europe, they say, and 50% of the sales in the United States to be battery electric vehicles by the end of this decade, six years from now. And we plan to offer more than 75 electric vehicle models and reach global annual BEV, battery electric vehicle sales, of 5 million units by 2030. Another lofty goal, but... They are seeing profit, which really does play into the success of an automaker here. They go on to say that at Stellantis, electrification is not a one-size-fits-all proposition, that their global engineering teams are developing vehicle platforms, propulsion, and energy storage systems that will enhance the inherent DNA of each of their 14 iconic brands. For our American viewers and listeners, North American, this might seem a bit confusing. 14 iconic brands. What EVs are we even talking about? There is an extremely limited number of EVs from Stellantis in the U.S. market. You're not crazy. The mid-2010s featured a Fiat 500e compliance car, but that's really about it from Stellantis that we've seen over here on this side of the pond. This 2010 Fiat 500e had 84 miles of range and was for sale in three states. And a compliance car, of course, means that it was complying to policy. That automakers had to meet when it came to the types of vehicles they were selling in certain states at certain times to be able to sell those vehicles. However, very recently, on February 21st, 2024, the first Fiat 500e, the new model for the US market, rolled off the production line. It's a cute city car. It looks fun. It just screams Italian luxury accessory to me. And it's not the most compelling specs, right? as it shouldn't be, in my opinion. It's about 32000 at a starting price, 149 miles of range, and 85 kilowatt fast charging. So it's still usable, but this is definitely more of a fun car than anything, a city car, a little commuter car to have. However, there are other vehicles as well as manufacturers abroad under the Stellantis umbrella. In addition to Uh, the ones that I mentioned here, Abarth, Alfa Romeo, Chrysler, Dodge, Fiat, Jeep, Maserati, Ram. They also have Citroën. I might be saying some of these wrongs, forgive me. DS Automobiles, Lancia, Opel, Peugeot, and Vohal, some of which offer EVs in European markets and abroad. Of course, we're waiting for Stellantis to bring more EVs to the US and North America and see uh, how they're able to succeed here. They are optimistic. Perhaps they have a Bit of an upper hand here, noting these profits and this how their strategy is working for them. But they've also been functioning mostly in a different market in Europe. So they just recently, on February 12th, came out as the last automaker, the last major automaker to announce their plans for J3400, also known as the North American charging standard, also known as the connector that Tesla cars use and their plans to introduce those into their future battery electric vehicle models in North America. And we have a whole episode on that announcement, which you can check out in case you missed it. Also, it's important to acknowledge that subsidies are an important aspect for this profit to exist. Are you surprised? You shouldn't be. Stellantis claims that EV sales are boosted by about 20,000 units in countries with government subsidies. And despite profits, Stellantis still faces pressure from the Italian government over cutting production shifts and temporarily laying off workers in an Italian manufacturing plant. So it's not all rainbows and butterflies. There are things that, one, prop up the success that they have experienced, and two, that are challenges in the way that they're manufacturing and running their business. So what is the main takeaway here? It's not as simple as Stellantis is profitable, full send on EVs. All the other manufacturers are wrong, and EVs are the future. It's never that simple, really, yet at least. EVs are still a tough place in the market, and the slimmer margins when compared to ICE vehicles really just perpetuates that further. We have to figure out how to bring those down, how to create more affordable options while doing so. And I think that is just inherently tied to time, research, and development, and the advancements of these technologies. And there's been a good bit of negative press about EV sales in the past few months, but this is good news. And we should always look behind the headline into what's really going on. EVs can be profitable, but it takes a lot of strategy and planning and subsidies play a key role. And it is something that I'm very interested to see in not only the EV charging industry and the EV manufacturing industry, but the whole industry combined comprehensively Who stands tall when subsidies are either lessened or fully taken away? What kind of business models actually work without intervention from federal, state, local governments? Stellantis' profitability should give a bit of hope and optimism, I do think, that other manufacturers will be able to turn a profit. We'll just see what is able to happen. I would love to know your thoughts on this topic. What would you like to see in the North American market, EV-wise, or your market, wherever you're listening in from? If you're not listening in from the States, write it in the comments. I would love to know on YouTube. Go over to YouTube if you're not watching YouTube and let me know where are you listening in from? What country, region, or even state, too? Would love to know. And uh, let me know, yeah, which EVs you would like to see that are maybe are not available in your market yet or maybe don't even have plans to be. And what do you think is Stellantis doing right? How far away are we from more EV profitability amongst manufacturers? It's curious, it's interesting, and I'm happy to cover it. Thank you for plugging in with me today for this episode of the Out of Spec Podcast. Really appreciate your support, your engagement with our content. Shows us that we're doing a, a good job. I hope to see you next time on the next episode. Have a tremendous rest of your day. Bye-bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.